Good morning, class. It's the Teaching Today pod class, and you're here with your hosts, Jeremiah. And Kristen. And we're here today with... My name is Hillary Rose, and I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Um, this is our first time we've actually, we're, we're doing a telephone interview. We usually have our guests come in here, but uh, very special reason why you're not here in the studio with us today. And I uh, want to tell them why that is. Sure. So I'm very far away. <laughs> I'm in Michigan, uh, a little bit south of Detroit is where I'm based. So a little bit too long of a trip to get out to Nevada. Yeah, I was I was joking with some people. They're asking me, "What? Well, is she here?" I said, "No." I said, "I said my budget is not that high." <laughs> my, Assume my, eventually. My, my, accommo- <laughs> my accommodation and airfare budget is not not there. <laughs> not quite there so. yet. Wow, you know, so that's great. So being from Detroit, where you're at right oh. now, um, I grew up not too far from where you are at. I grew up in Buffalo, New York, and um, very similar cities actually. Oh, interesting. I've never been to New York, so yeah. I don't know too much about Buffalo. It's cold, just like Detroit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we brought you on here today. We we are an advice show for the Modern Educator, and we wanted to, we do a lot of stuff about Clark County, because that's where we are, and um, we were just very appreciative, because I know you, um, on Facebook, you do um, Rosie the History Teacher, right? Correct, yep. And uh, you were one of our very first um, followers on Facebook. And so we really appreciate that. And we wanted to kind of get a better understanding of what's education like out in Michigan um, and uh, where you feel uh, education stands out there. Yeah, definitely. I've had kind of an interesting path as a teacher. So I'm happy to share any of the uh, different routes I've taken throughout teaching and teaching in museums and teaching virtually and a whole bunch of different things. I, you know, it's kind of interesting. I had thought, and I'm a history teacher as well, I had thought uh, it would be cool, and I, I had gotten into this a while back where I wanted to do virtual field trips. I had gotten a 360-degree um, camera, and I wanted to go around and, like, visit different places. I actually did a, a workshop at uh, Monticello out in, in Virginia a couple years ago, and I thought that would be really cool, especially for kids who can't get um, access to those types of places. So um, when you said virtu- yeah, when you definitely. said virtual education, I thought that was quite interesting. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many opportunities now with technology just kind of blowing up and uh, so many things are available to teachers. So tell us a little bit about tell us a little bit about your background and um, I know you have a you have an interesting uh, master's degree and I, I've, I'm kind of interested in that. So let's go ahead and get started with that. Sure. So I've been, this is my fifth year of classroom teaching. I'm a history teacher. I'm also certified to teach biology. Um, And in college, I studied not only education, but museum studies. So I have a bachelor's degree in teaching and museum studies. And then I went back to school for my master's in museum studies. And I've kind of built um, a degree and experience in not only classroom teaching, but as a museum educator. So I love doing both, being in the classroom, really getting to know my students, as well as, you know, seeing different kids every single day and doing things in a hands-on museum way. So I love both of those aspects of teaching in different types of realms. Okay. And um, what, so what kind of application, so tell us a little bit about like the degree work. What is, what is, what is museum studies? Yeah, um, it's quite interdisciplinary. Um where I went for my bachelor's degree, the only museum studies with a minor and people would pair it with like 
a biology major or a history major or anthropology. So it was kind of like whatever discipline they were interested in. And then building in the skills of working in, in a museum, whether um, doing the museum education side of things like I do, or more of the curatorial or managing the all of this stuff, the collections. There's so many different skills that you need to have for that. So I just paired it with my teaching degree so that I could really focus in on me working with students and family. So the education portion of okay. Yeah. You know, that's actually really yeah. cool because I was thinking about it and you know, yesterday I um I do some work for our onboarding department out here for new hires. And one of the events that we uh, had going on that I worked just was this really cool um, meetup that these uh, new educators went to, and it was at the Mob Museum out here. And it was so cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, like, you know, with our city being what it is, there's a lot of, a lot of good history <laughs> regarding that. And it was just really cool Definitely. to see that. And then, like what you were saying and how it's actually when you're – when you have that where um, – working at the museum and being able to like have that opportunity. And then on top, like you doing like the educator part of it too. What a really good life experience to be able to be like, I know everything and anything about these artifacts <laughs> and what a great, right. like, yeah, goes what, hand in hand with education. That's for sure. What type of uh, museum <laughs> do you work out up there? Um, currently I actually work for a virtual museum called girl museum. Um, so it's all online, like the school I teach at as well. And it's all about like the history of being a girl since we don't often see them represented so much in, you know, history museums, usually like about presidents and other men. <laughs> wow. That's super, that's super empowering. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. And so is that. I've been doing that for a while, but I've worked at other museums as well, like physical museums too. Yeah. Um, girl museum, that's, that's online and, um, it's, I'm going to guess girlmuseum.org, maybe? Or? Dot org. <laughs> dot ah, org. look at yeah. that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we'll track some people over there. That seems pretty cool. Um, <laughs> I It's kind of – I have I got a little interested in it. We have lots – you know, she was just talking about the Mob Museum. Um, have you ever watched uh, or ever seen Pawn Stars? You're a history, history person. Have you ever seen Pawn Stars? I have, and I did go to their store one time when I was in Las Vegas. <laughs> um, one of the guys, <laughs> one of the experts that they have in there, Mark Hall Patton, uh, the beard of knowledge, as they call him occasionally. Uh, <laughs> he's the curator of the Las Vegas, oh, no, the, a, the Clark County yeah. History Museum Off and the a- Aviation Museum out here. And it's I, I got a chance oh, cool. to interview with him um, when I was doing my master's in, in social studies. Uh, very interesting. The, the 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 like you were saying the different skills, and he's obviously more the curator, but just super mm-hmm. super intelligent man. Um, so, being able to apply education and uh, those skills to to guests or to visitors uh, seems like it'd be really really interesting. Um, so, what about the yeah. what about the state of education out in Michigan. You know, oh, yeah. our, our lovely Secretary of Education, Miss Betsy DeVos, DeVos. <laughs> uh, calls yeah. her home there. Uh, but how is right. public education in Michigan? Yeah, that's a great question. And actually, just last night, I was at um, like a teacher networking event for the Michigan Education Association. And we were kind of chatting about this as well with some teachers from a bunch of different schools. Um, and it's so interesting like when I graduated from college in 2013 it was still a little bit tough to get a teaching job especially because 
you know, I wanted to be a history teacher. So it was mm-hmm. very competitive. That was just a few years ago in 2013. And now we're looking at teacher shortages. And just a few years later, it's really kind of crazy how it's turned around. Um, so there's that aspect of things and definitely a lot more charter schools opening up. So um, they're still kind of, you know, finding that balance between the public schools and the public charter schools. Um, so it's, yeah, there's definitely a lot going on with education here in Michigan. Did you guys have any major, I mean, like, I don't know how much you had seen, but out here we've had major, the Red for Ed movement oh has been big. I, yes. I, I just didn't really, I was trying to kind of look and I talked to a few people about it, but did you guys have any, like, I don't, I don't want to say, like teacher uprisings, I guess is the word. <laughs> uh, I was going to say rebellions, but that's not right. <laughs> uh, but any, yeah. like, any of the Red, Red for Ed movement out there trying to get better better benefits or better conditions for your students, that type of thing? Yeah, we've seen a little bit of that, not quite on the scale that I've seen in some of the other states. Um, But our teachers have been really supportive of all those movements, like even teachers here in Michigan wearing the red for ed and things like that. Um, But yeah, it's been certainly with the economic downturn a few years back, it really hit Michigan hard. So like teachers' Mm -hmm. salaries here have been frozen for like a decade. Oh, wow. Benefits keep getting worse and things. So I would imagine that teachers would be uh, pushing back more against that soon here in Michigan. Who is the union that represents um, Michigan Education is, Association? Is that who it is? MEA? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. The, um, was it going to, uh, oh goodness, give me a second. It'll reboot. It'll come back. That's fine. Well, while you're rebooting. Yeah. So my question to you, Hillary, is I actually, so um, Jeremiah and I were very heavily involved in our um, in the Clark, Edu- Clark County Education Association. Sorry, it's Friday. My brain's a little bit mushy, too. But, you know, it's very <laughs> interesting to see. Like, we had a really big legislative session this past year, um, and we ended up moving a lot of legislative pieces to get things in place that needed to be in place. And one of the biggest things that we struggle with out here in the Clark County School District is our... Um, per pupil funding formula and how we equate that. And, you know, to be honest, we have one of the lowest in the nation, which is just absolutely ridiculous because the fact that we are the fifth largest school district. And I guess I'm just curious. I don't know. And it's okay if you don't know off the top of your head, but where is, where does um, Michigan sit within all that? Like, do you know, like, what is the per pupil funding out there? I mean, is it, is it average to national like rank or how, how does that look? That's a good question. I don't know what the national rate is, but I last time I really knew, and I don't think it's changed that much in the past couple of years, but I think it was about 7000 per student. Okay. That's like their base, and then, of course, there's other things. All that. Added. Yeah. It, that's, yeah. I, that's actually what I was thinking about, is I had seen an article about um, seven myths, So I and I, I don't know... Uh, I don't know who put it out. Uh, the, no, um, it doesn't matter who put it out, really. But I'm pretty sure it was like a hit piece article talking about because you always see the 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 anti type public education thing. Oh, there there's already plenty of money put into <laughs> put into public education. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, no the 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 per pupil funding would be kind of interesting to see and what steps are being made to try and either increase that or. Or what is going on in uh, Michigan? There, have you yeah. had have you had any um, have you had any like uh, I don't know buy in or not buy in, but like um, what what's Betsy Betsy DeVos been doing for 
Michigan since she became Secretary of Education? <laughs> oh, I have no idea. <laughs> you know, did, what, did, like did you, what she's doing, right? Did you um, ever get your bear spray? The bear spray? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I still haven't received mine. You didn't get your can of bear spray, huh? Oh, oh wow. dear. No. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, boy. Thank God yeah, we don't have bears out here. Contact with her. No. <laughs> Luckily. Well, we wanted to ask you yeah. uh, another thing here. Um, I know your your Facebook there, um, Rosie, the history teacher, you do um, – Yeah, I was watching you were doing self-care for teachers over – uh, winter break, um, and you do things on teachers pay teachers. So we neither one of us do it. So we we're kind of curious. What's the um, what's the I don't know. Is it procedure? What's the process process of, of getting involved with that? And is it is it somewhat I don't want to say lucrative, but you know, is it worth your time <laughs> to do that? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I've been selling on there since December of 2013, which is the month I graduated college. So (laughs) I started out, you know, I just finished student teaching and I was like, hey, I've made some lesson plans. And, you know, looking back, like they were okay lesson plans, but I didn't like make them look nice or make them easy for another teacher to figure out how to use. I just kind of took my lesson plan and threw it up there for like a dollar and called it good. Um, (laughs) So I didn't really know what I was doing when I started at all. And Teachers Pay Teachers has grown so much. There's like, it's crazy how amazing some of these teachers are that sell things on there and make like the coolest stuff. And I am nowhere near their level yet, but I'm learning a lot from them and kind of renovating my store at the moment. I've really like kicked it into high gear since last summer. Um, So it's definitely like a process to learn how to do it because Mm -hmm. I've learned, you know, I think about things a certain way and I need to make the directions like very clear for other teachers so that they can read it and know what to do with a resource because we all, you know, have our different teaching styles and habits and things. So making something for me to use versus for someone else to use, kind of a big difference. So yeah. it's been a fun uh learning process for me. Yeah. Teachers Pay Teachers is an incredible resource. I mean, some of the things that I found on there, I'm like, man, why did I think of that? But it's yeah. like, um, well, one, yeah, well, and it's like one of the ones that I follow because I teach kindergarten is um, Tara West. She has phenomenal stuff. And um, um, Mary, um, um, I can never say her name right, Am- Amison, but they're just, um, just two great things are two people that just create wonderful things. The resources that they make are engaging. Um, I would not have the time nor patience to do that because I don't even know, like I got a cricket two years ago and I still haven't made anything with it. I don't even know what to do with it. Like I'm just, and like, I'll get it and like, I'm going to do it. And then I don't really have time, you know, <laughs> so yeah. well, that's okay. All the stuff you do, it's no surprise. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little busy out here in the state of Nevada and yeah. including I have a four year old, so he keeps me very busy as oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> so. Definitely. Um, what, uh, so again, we're in an advice show. So what's been going in, on in your school year? So how is your school year going for you, um, so far? I would say it's going pretty well so far. Um, this is actually my second school year at the school I'm teaching at. Um, so I'm still a little new to it. I'm teaching at a virtual school. So that is a big shift from teaching in, you know, a regular brick and mortar school. Mm-hmm. So still kind of learning this new way of teaching. Um, (laughs) But I think it's going much better now that I know how to like use everything compared to last year. It's like, you know, trying to keep up and how do I 
even do anything with the technology. So what, doing well this year. <laughs> what kind of um, what kind of learning platform do you guys use? Blackboard, Canvas. Um, I forget the other ones. Yeah, um, we like our where all of our class assignments and things are. It's um, something that the school produces themselves. But when we meet with our like live digital sessions with our students, it's through Blackboard Collaborate right now. Okay. All right. So you, so you do have to do a, um, a live session where does all, all of the students at the same time, they kind of patch in and you, and you do a lecture or how does that work? Yeah, exactly. So the students all have a high school schedule like they would at a brick and mortar school and they go into their sessions with their different teachers every day. Um, so I can, put slides up there, photos, videos, um, lecture. I can put students in the breakout rooms and they can work on things together. And so it's, honestly, I was a bit surprised how many things I could do, like the same type of lesson I did in my brick and mortar classroom, which is some modifications to fit it into a virtual platform. So I was really surprised by that. It's very interesting. Yeah, I was going to say, like, so one of the things that is, you know, interesting to me is, so how do you make that shift from the, you know, typical brick and mortar school where, and you know what, to be quite honest, I know with how things have been going with certain teachers that I have spoken with over the school year, you know, these behaviors that are popping up left and right within, especially in the Mm -hmm. elementary and all that, I mean, shifting to that where you're in a virtual academy like that, I, I mean, imagine you wouldn't see, like, crazy things like that right i mean Wait, there, yeah, you I mean, wouldn't right. be at risk of battery or anything god like i know <laughs> Jeez. No. yeah so and it, do yeah, they do they seem their house and yeah I have time, so. okay so do they seem pretty collaborative too or how is that yeah it really depends um students come to my virtual school for so many different reasons um so it depends like some of them are very anxious about interacting with other students Mm-hmm. Um, so they don't do so that much, but some really enjoy kind of taking on some leadership in the virtual classroom and like, we'll do a lot of the reading aloud if we're reading a novel or something and they just love having that interaction. Uh, so it's very different for each student and I can kind of more easily, I guess, um, fit things to how they prefer to learn in the classroom. Okay. Um, what and what grades are you teaching this year? I have students in all four high school grades, nine through twelve. I'm wow. teaching mostly ninth grade U.S. history, though. Wow. Majority of freshmen. Ninth grade, we do we do U.S. history out here in eleventh grade. Hmm. So weird. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's different so. everywhere. When I was in high school, it was a tenth grade class. So <laughs> yeah, we have out here. Um, for freshmen, they don't necessarily take any type of social study course. It's a um, they can do an AP geography. For tenth grade, they get world history from the Renaissance to the modern era, and then um, so, uh, juniors they get U.S. from Reconstruction to the uh, modern mm-hmm. times, and then government for twelfth grade. That's what I teach. So mm. interesting, interesting. Yeah. And um, so can you tell us a little bit more about uh, what are some of the exhibits they might see on girlmuseum.org? Sure. Um, let's see. I've co-curated a couple of them. One of them was STEM Girls, which is all about girls in science, technology, engineering, and math. And then that one was 
pretty popular, so we followed it up with Scheme Girls and added in the artistic piece as well. Oh, cool. So those are a couple of my favorites because I worked on them, and I've got that weird background of being a history teacher and a science teacher, so I love um, kind of the cross-curricular nature of STEM and STEAM. Um, so I am education advisor there, and I create the and work with my interns to create education guides to go with each exhibit so that teachers or um, homeschooling families can have their students interact with our exhibit. So it's a lot of fun to look at it from that perspective. Excellent. Well, you know what? I really appreciate your time. I think it's been really cool to speak with somebody in education mm-hmm. from outside of our state because, I mean, I'm still <laughs> relatively new at this. Uh, Kristen's one year ahead of me. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you so so often you get kind of caught up in what's going on in your, Just your district, district that you don't even pay attention right. to some of the other amazing things that um, educators are doing. So we really appreciate you taking some time to talking with us. I really appreciate everything you do on um, on Facebook. I, I like seeing your, your little um, your little activities and stuff, and I, I do steal them occasionally uh, without paying for them. Oh, no, <laughs> um, so I put out a lot of free ones. Yes. <laughs> so again, um, this has been Hillary Rose, and uh, we want to thank you for your time, and I hope you have a great rest of your evening. Thank you. You too. It was great talking with both of you. Same uh, to you. Thanks. Hey. 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 As I have like the microphone in my face. Hey. Yeah. No, it's. Well, that's why I have two. Uh oh. That's good. Movie recording has been stopped. That's okay. I'm still on this one. Hey. No. (laughs) We recorded for 29 minutes. Hey, did you hear that iHeart's doing some serious layoffs? They're like getting rid of a bunch of people. For the the radio station? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, because I have a friend. Hey, Sean. Sean Timpesta from Mix 94.1. I have a friend who does um, <laughs> radio. Well, he's on radio. He's on TV, too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, you've had posts about that. Lots of people got laid so off. So crazy. How sad. Uh, not just, like, not just podcasts, but um, in, so... in television, or not television. Like the actual radio show, right? actual radio. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's too bad. So, anyways, so how's your week been going? Uh, well, it's been good, besides the fact that I've been dealing with two sick people at home trying to get me sick, but I'm like, no, <laughs> sprayed them with light. Not today, Satan. Yeah, no, I'm telling you, I have like the immune system of a horse, which I'm very thankful for, but like Tony and Tony, the Tonys are sick right now. They're sick, so yeah, it's been pretty rough, like between having, the other day I was standing there and little Tony was telling me something and he like stopped and I was like, you okay? And he was like, phew, and he sneezed like in my face, like I'm pretty sure it went in my mouth, like in my eyeballs, I'm like, oh dang. So yeah, so, but I'm still good, I'm feeling good. Got my Dutch brothers, we're good, power I through. I don't think that's good for the immune system, <laughs> like caffeine seems like it might be something that... Like brings down makes your me feel good. <laughs> so if you can't tell already, we're doing a little something different. We got uh, cameras set up in the podcast studio now, and we're we're making it big time, guys. Yes, we're we so are. big time. So um, we've reached three hundred followers. We did three hundred followers. What? And my give. I don't. I I got I got bogged down this week. That was the problem. I got bogged down, and so I put out last Friday the um, the post. But I didn't, like, share it like I should have. Right. And so I don't think we really even had – I think I might have had, like, three or four people 
Mm -hmm. I do kind of want to, I don't know. Well, I'll have to look. I'll have to look at it tonight. But I might push it another week before I close the giveaway. Okay. Um, to give out those movie tickets. So if you haven't looked at it already, I'll, and I'll make, I think we will. Well, so we'll extend the deadline. You'll be seeing this hopefully on Wednesday, though. 20, 20 what was it? something. <laughs> Next Wednesday from today. Today's the 17th, 18th, 19th, 20, 21, 22. Yep. 22 sounds right. It, it does, yeah, because then... Monday yep. is Martin Luther King. Yes. Okay, yeah, so. Listen, it's Friday. I completely understand. Like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll extend that to uh, Friday. That'd be 22, 23, 24. The 24th, Friday the 24th uh, for the giveaway. We got two movie tickets for you. When we get to 400 followers, we got Ooh. some other stuff. We got that in the pipeline already. And so. it's good stuff because I we were trying to figure out how to set it up <laughs> and, how, and how to give it away. So this is something that if you want to try to get in on that, get your people to follow. Yeah. Right? Make sure, yeah, make sure you share our page. Um, the sooner we get to 400, the um, sooner we'll give you uh, the chance to get the next prize. Yeah. And then we have one for 500, too. So uh, it's an exciting time here at the pod class, and uh, we're so glad you've decided to join us. So Yeah. Um, this has been great. I've really enjoyed doing this so far, and I hope for many, many, many more episodes. Like... This is one of my biggest things that I like really look forward to. To spend time with you yeah. and just talk, man. Although you flaked on oh me. Oh my gosh, I totally I it was bad, guys. It was bad. I ended up working that onboarding event and Jeremiah, while I was standing in the courtroom at the mob museum, was like, Where are you? And I'm like, <laughs> Oh my god, I totally put the wrong day. So I need a planner. That's what I need to do. That's like my I'm kind of far into New Year's resolution, but I need a planner. I need one. <laughs> we, can, we have a Google Calendar. Ah, oh, but it's so crazy. I need like a like a thing I can hold and go. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't have anything to do. <laughs> oh well. All right. Well, I think that's about it uh, for today. Uh, we have uh, so we did. We're gener- you know obviously saw us talk to Hillary Rose, and we will splice that. Yes. With some other stuff we talked about. Um, the screen time mm-hmm. so uh, that'll be a good episode and I hope you check it out I uh, hope you're enjoying Meaningful Mondays yes uh, Tidbit Tuesdays will return uh, I did not do one this week again I got bogged down pretty heavy <laughs> and Wednesday Spins Day we gotta come oh up with a better name I, I kinda like it though Wednesday that's spin- right but there's some there's some cool things out I've been looking I'm like I need that I need that I need that Friday um, Thursday well Thursday I don't know I don't I've, I've I need a day off. He needs a day off. Thursday's so, my day to rest. Yeah. Thursday's the day of rest, even though it's not what it says originally. <laughs> but <laughs> now we're moving into Thursday. <laughs> uh, and then Friday, I mean, we were, well, that'll be. We call it like Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. I said, I said teachers go insane on Friday. <laughs> Freaky Friday, man. I'm telling you. What do you do to get down on Freaky Friday? Saturday and Sunday, we will, or Saturday, well, probably Sundays. I think Sunday's a good day. We'll make a new poll. Do oh yeah! Because oh, that was amazing, guys. Uh, we did the poll, the, that poll two weeks ago about going back to school. Oh yeah! Oh, that's what we were supposed to talk about. The poll. Oh yeah! How it came out. So about eighty percent of you were, don't want to go back, and then about twenty percent of you were, yay, let's go back. So uh, some of the comments I had seen was was people like, oh, it's so disappointing to see so many people uh, not happy to go back. Why do you think that is? You know, I don't think it's necessarily having to go back. I think it's just that when you get into that, you know, routine again of like going and ha- being with your family and sitting on the couch and eating Christmas cookies and watching movies and just doing nothing, 
it's pretty wonderful. And then have to like be like, oh, get back on schedule. Yep. Time to go teach and hold your pee for however long you have to hold it for and uh, eat you, lunch in you 10 got minutes. got teacher bladder? I don't, yes. I don't teacher bladder. Ugh. That's the benefits of high school, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, but I think honestly, like, because I was the one that answered on that poll too and I said, Ew. I said, ew. Yeah. I but I mean, don't get me wrong. I love going to school. I love being in, I love teaching. I do. I do so much. And I was thinking about that today, especially there was a breakthrough moment with one of my kids and he had, like, he's been struggling with writing like so much and it's just, it makes me feel like a really crappy teacher but then (laughs) I know because you're so hard on yourself but then not only did he like do really well on map testing and well all my kids did well on map testing I'm talking like third like they met their like end of the year goal and way exceeded it like it was mind-blowing but not like that she cheated yeah don't tell don't tell Dr. Jara (laughs) calling Dr. Jara but uh no and like he was writing today I do this thing with them in the more in the morning after morning work where I put a picture up and they have to use adjectives as part of their sparkly words and their sentences to like so this today was a picture of a snowman the kids were building it and rolling it it was snowing it was beautiful and he actually was like, he was sounding at words. He was getting S blends, digraphs, like, and it wasn't happening like that up until like a couple days ago. So I'm like, I'm telling you, man, when you would come back from winter break, it's like some of these kids that it's just like the light turns on. <laughs> it's um, cool. You know, I was thinking about the other day because uh, I don't really know. Uh, I mean, obviously, I don't remember from my school. I know we went to specials. Right. How does that? How does your how does your scheduling work in elementary? Like like I get a prep every day where I just don't have kids come for that hour. Right. But how does it work in elementary school? Like this feels like a silly question, but I, I just realized I don't I don't know actually. <laughs> no, that's okay. So like for elementary, obviously we have the kids this you know with us all day, and so we get a prep every single day. Normally, because we've had such a sub shortage. I signed a document stating stating I would sell my prep whenever they needed me to. Mm-hmm. And sell was the key word there. Not doing it for free. This isn't charity. <laughs> um, I got bills to pay, miles to feed. But um, but no, I so I keep the kids and then we, we do obviously all of our segments. And then we go to lunch at 11.55 until uh, 12.25. And then from 12.25 to... 1240 we take a bathroom a group bathroom break and then I drop them off at specials and so our specials works like we have um, PE twice a week on Tuesdays or so PE is Mondays and Wednesdays um, art is on Tuesdays Thursdays is library and Friday we go to music hmm. and my kids love specials because we have really yeah, well. really great specialists like we're really blessed this year um, I mean we've always had great specialists but we've got a really good crew this year and then um, we do recess after that and then we get right back to it. So it's just, it's really strange because you know how you were talking about a standpoint where you're working and you're teaching these kids like history, right? Mm-hmm. And so like, it's weird because in the morning we open up with like a, I call it like morning work or like morning meetings. So they do the calendar, they go through all their songs and then they do sight words and it's just so quick. And the transitions, these kids for being five and six is like mind blowing <laughs> that they can do these things. <laughs> so I guess my other question is, is when do, when do the specialists get a prep like um because you would think there's so many they don't have a common prep so theirs is like all over the place it's really weird so like let's say like maybe on mondays mr cosgrove doesn't have kids like you know from like one to 150 or maybe like it's it's weird it's like yeah kind of all over the place but like okay so the grade levels have common prep right now i don't know it's so weird it is because no, maybe not. It just feels like because how many how many classes would you see? Because all all levels go to 
Spe- yeah. All levels go to mat or right. music or whatnot. But there's got to be how many So classes? I think like... Um, like 30... You have 30 teachers there, right? Yeah, like more of that, I think. But it's weird. So like like maybe on Mondays, like Mr. Crosswell will get his prep at this time. And on Tuesdays, maybe Miss Hawkshaw, the librarian, will get hers on this time. So they get a prep. And it just depends on like what day of the week it is. I think I'd is have it, to clarify that. Like though. every every day they get a prep. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they're licensed. They're licensed. Yeah, I believe so. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, but it's really cool though. I'm telling you, I just um, I don't think I'd want to be a specialist just because they are the ones who see all the kids. Although there's pros and cons. If there's a class that they're like, whoa, <laughs> there's some behaviors, you just kind of move them on down. You don't have to see them the rest of the week. <laughs> but at the same time. When you have your kids like that all the time, you build those relationships. So pretty much like nine out of ten times, the kids are like, you know, on point with you because they want to please you. Yeah. Unless you get a couple odd ducklings and, oh, God, that's a whole other show. Oh, geez. <laughs> well. Yeah. The more you learn or the more yeah. you Yeah. Isn't it like the rainbow? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. So, all right, you know, you got going on. We got a three-day weekend. Hooray. Oh, I know, right? Well, I did get good news. My my dad, he had to go back to Buffalo oh. to go get um, cancer screening. His bladder cancer had come back um, right before Christmas. They had found it when he was in for his routine test. And so he went back to Buffalo like um, 10 days ago to go do all of his like blood work and all that. And everything came back good. good. So they got the tumor. And it was a really aggressive type of cancer. Mm-hmm. And nothing spread. Everything's good. So... Dad's good. So I'm really, really thankful my, for that. My number one fan. Yeah. We'll, we'll <laughs> Bud, Bud Weast. Harry Weast. Bud Weast. Yeah. He loves Jeremiah. Um, <laughs> what, and what'd you bring me back from Disney? We haven't seen each other since you went I to know, Disney. I know. We haven't. Well, I brought a caramel apple, but then I ended up... Then you ate it. Eating, eating it. A- eating <laughs> ate it. it? I, I ate it. <laughs> I ate it. So, um, but yeah. You know, it was kind of crazy you because... You Mickey ears? You know what? No, but let me tell you a story real quick. So I bought my niece. I don't want. I don't know if I want to hear it. So but you didn't bring me Mickey ears. Well, it was crazy. So there would have been Mickey ears, but my niece decided <laughs> she was gonna barf in the bag from getting car sick, and so she barfed all over the purple Mickey ears. So now they're on Zizix Road, um, in a bag. Uh, yeah, and then on the way out, Tony threw up, little Tony threw up on me because oh. he got car sick. So moral of the story is both. Jade and Tony now need Dramamine when well, they travel. You, you don't ply them. You don't fill them up with like well, I didn't, churros I didn't. and turkey I, oh, legs. Well, no. And well, actually, <laughs> you know what he was really on? He ate like 17 buckets of popcorn. Like we had a little alien, the Toy Story aliens. And every time he'd run out, he's like, I need more. And so I'd go and fill it up. I was like, man, you just, it's all you ate all weekend was popcorn or like the four days. You didn't get me a $200 lightsaber from, from Star Wars? Dude, I don't know how people do that. I don't know. I don't get it. The line was so long. I can't, and I can't even go on that smuggler's run. It makes me feel like I'm going to vomit. <laughs> too much. Too much. It's all that. It whips you around, right? I was trying to get my, um, I was trying to get one of the advisors to um, give up his seat because he's going to the student council Disneyland trip next next weekend. Yeah, next weekend. Your student council gets to go to Disneyland. Like, how <laughs> yeah, many they got to pay for it. How many people are in student council? Um, they have about a hundred in student council. Like, think forty some kids. How many teachers are for. going as chaperones? Six. 
Wow. And where are you guys staying? I'm where not, they, where uh, are they staying, I should say? They're, they're, no, it's a, it's a night, a, a day trip. So <gasps> they leave at like 2 o'clock in the morning. Whoa. Get to the park right when it opens and then leave at 10 o'clock. I don't know, man. That sounds, that would make me cranky. Although they're sleeping probably on the way out there, right? You know, yeah, you're, they're sleeping on the way out and then they sleep on the way back. Um, God, Disney is the magic place, I tell you. Well, I and I, last time I went with a school like that, I mean, like, I was so excited, and I just realized I'm too old for that now. And so by, like, 5 o'clock, I got on the train, and I just rode the train. Oh, you know, isn't that the best? In circles. And slept yep. on the train. Oh, that's great. We went to Autotopia, like, seven times, and the exhaust darn near killed me, like, every single time. <laughs> Tony's like, I want to go back. I want to drive the car. I want to go in the car. And then, of course, you always get stuck behind the people who suck at driving. Take so the, <laughs> Go to Cars Land. Then you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, we did do that too we did is yeah. it big enough for charles land yeah oh. yeah it was fun we went he like had a blast he like couldn't stop talking the fact that we, he won the race and frank was chasing him he was really concerned about frank <laughs> yeah <sighs> all right well it's been real yes guys. it has oh wait i'm on this way i can't well, tell your, Video. your camera's oh, over here hey we're Let's back see, on here I'm, I'm on this camera <laughs> Gonna, I've been looking at this one. Well, it's fine. It's, Showing no it's love to this one. Matter. That's okay. Because, you know, I got this pointed towards me, and that's... <laughs> but it's hard to see. I don't I, I don't know how this is going to work, guys. I mean, like, we're using the audio from here, but I got to edit it into the cameras, and I'm pointing at the wrong camera. <laughs> got to point at camera one. We're going to have to get signs. It's like one, Wayne from two. Wayne's World, camera one, camera two. Uh, But it'll be fun. I'm having a good time. Glad you had a good time. Hope your uh, weeks are going great, guys. We have eight Mondays left. Or no, we'll be seven. I guess it'll be seven Mondays till spring break. Ooh, really? Yeah. Dang, I didn't know it was coming up like that. We have a countdown clock in our uh, main office to graduation. Mm -hmm. 139 days. That's it? That seems like a long time. Oh, it will go fast. It goes fast. Yeah. I just can't believe it's almost February already. Yeah, it's almost February. It's so crazy. My birthday, 34 years old, guys. Wow. I'm so old. You'll be welcome to the 34 Club. I'm already there. I'm already having moments. <laughs> oh, dear. I get up in the morning, I make these weird noises. Uh, uh, I'm trying to you get just do it in the morning? <laughs> Anytime I move, like, oh. <laughs> my kids, they, my kids laugh at me like, "Why? What are you making that noise for?" This is, that's old age. And you're like, just wait, it's coming. <laughs> yeah, it's old age. All right. Well, we want to thank uh, CCEA for everything Absolutely. they do, so uh, letting us uh, use rooms in here to mm-hmm. do our craziness and uh, all the support they give us and all the support they give you. If you're not a member, you should join. Absolutely, I can't agree with you more um, on that. Especially with everything that's coming down the pipe, the Strategic Horizon campaign. The more people we have backing that, the more people we have in the union, the easier list lift it's going to be in order to get. Um, what we need done. $1.4 billion. It really is. And that's not just talking about our, our district. That's the whole state. That's the whole state, yes. And I heard someone mention the other day, they were like, see, and they were concerned about how we said that, you know, that money will be helpful for, like, the Medicaid and other things. But I think that... It, it's it, it's being misplaced. It's, it's not... Right. The, the bills are due. Yes. So the pot of money that's in the state is going to be divvied up amongst... So many Medicaid yes. and collective bargaining for yes. state employees and all this, that, and the other, regardless of if there's more money or exactly. not. Exactly. And that's why we're trying to handle their business so and education's so appropriately funded. Our piece of the pie, mm-hmm. our piece of the pie is that big right now. And then think of getting that piece of the pie 
cordoned off or sectioned off or sliced off yes. even more to give to. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying that medic Medicaid is obviously a great thing. Right. Uh, you know, it's great that collective bargaining has finally come to state employees. Absolutely. Uh, but that just means there's less for education. And our whole goal is right education. <laughs> right. And it really goes back to having the adequate staffing in there, like the psychs. I mean, just, I mean, the classroom size reduction. That's so huge. I have in our fifth grade classes, right, we have like 40 people. In a, in a classroom. Do you know how crazy that is, trying to keep 40 fifth graders together like mm-hmm. that without them trying to kill each other? There was a story <laughs> about, um, I had a, a Spanish teacher. She told me she had 73 kids in her class. I said, That's not teaching. You can't even, how do you even fit seven? I don't care. I mean, like, unless you have a lecture hall. And it right. was a middle school. Mm-hmm. So she was a middle school teacher. 73 kids in a, high, a middle school Spanish class. How do you even manage that? So I mean, one starts not... talking, and then you get that one to stop, and these three over here start talking, and these two are fighting. I mean, that's just so crazy. And middle school is a weird time in a kid's life, anyway. So, <laughs> like, so awkward. I did. I I did when I was a sub. When I was a sub, I had gone to El Dorado mm-hmm. for one day, and I was teaching or I was subbing for a government class and mm-hmm. a psychology class. And the teacher was in a lecture hall. Her classes had ninety. Plus students. Nah, that's crazy. That's too much. And she, I mean, what does the teacher do? They show videos all the time. Right. Well, that's not learning. That's no, not it's not. But again, that goes back to that's why we are implementing such plans right now. We really are trying to, with, with the momentum that we had last year with the legislative session and all the outcomes that we had, this is just, uh, you know throw more into the fire. I mean it's it truly is. I mean we got to get we got to get education on track with like wherever everyone else is. I mean. It's just nuts right now out here. And I think um, I, I'll have to look again, but I'm pretty sure I had when I looked, they were the Michigan uh, per pupil is around thirteen thousand. Oh, is it with, more? With, yeah. With all the yeah. What is added. ours again? Seven thousand. Ours is five thousand. No, five thousand yeah. and some change. Five thousand and some change, but seven thousand with all the other bells and whistles. Yeah. If we're talking up yeah. Title One and all that good stuff. So. Oh, sad. <laughs> well, it's Friday night. We're going to go out and go not, to bed. Hit, not hit the clubs because we're teachers. And yeah. Go to bed on I Fridays. I don't club. I don't club anymore. <laughs> so we hope you have a great weekend uh, when you hear this, which will be next weekend, which will be after the three-day weekend. So hopefully you get your rest yes. for this weekend now Wait, <laughs> for the rest of the I don't know. But whatever you do. Thank you, CCA. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, Kristen. Thank, Thank you, Jeremiah. CCSD for keeping us employed currently. Yes. Um, and uh, let's let's get this stuff done. So have a great weekend, guys, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Next time, class dismissed.